You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Dear Multi-Hyphenate. It's your host, Michael Kushner. I should maybe come up with, like, Multi-Hyphenate Michael Michael Kushner or something like that, but my Twitter is um, at uh, Mikey-Hyphenate, which is enough for me. That kind of makes me vomit, but I can never land on a good Twitter handle because my na- my first and last name is too long. No, my first and last name is Taken, I think. And then if I do my Instagram handle, which is the Michael Kushner, it's too long. And then I do more than photography, so I can't do Michael Kushner photography. That's too long, or I'm Kushner. It's just a whole m- bunch. So I landed on Mikey hyphen it, which I think might just have to, you know, stay. And I'm not really even on Twitter anymore. I'm more of an Instagram and Facebook person, although I did just join TikTok, which is... <laughs> <laughs> making me lol um so if you follow if you do tiktok i'm at the michael Kushner on tiktok and i'm just gonna be pretty stupid and crazy and just another app that i have to maintain right am i right can i get an amen yeah so okay um i am you know i'm interviewing a lot of people during quarantine and during this covid19 nightmare um and we've been talking a lot about that, but I want to keep this episode primarily um, away from that today, just because uh, we recorded this episode um, during uh, right before all this madness happened, and it's so light and funny and airy, and I just want to keep it there. I mean, I got somehow I got Randy Graff as a friend, um, but also. That's, you know, a lot of the stuff that I talk about is manifestation and and reaching out for the life that you have always visualized. And Randy has always been a part of my life. Um, and I talk about that in this podcast episode. Uh, but, you know, it's uh, I do feel like I've known her for so long as a friend. We, um, you know, we hit it off right away and um And when we talk, it's like, it's time goes by so fast. She's just one of the best people that I've met in my time here in New York city. And, um, I'm so thankful for the guidance that she's provided and the laughs and, and, and listening back to this episode, I was LOLing myself. I was like, it gave me a good kick in the pants. uh, and, And also in my opinion, I think it is a great 
tool for actors. This episode specifically is a great tool for actors to go inside dialects um, of a of a Jewish person. We 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 talk about the different accents um, used in the in Jewish culture. The the Long Island Jewish accent, the Brooklyn Jewish accent, the Bronx Jewish accent. They're all different, and we and we actually talk about them. So if you're approaching a role uh, who's Jewish, a, char- a, a, a character who's Jewish, this is actually a really good tool to listen to some of the things that we say, some of the words that are are said in a very specific way. Um, but uh, really, if you're missing your grandma or your grandfather or your aunt babe, um, this is also a good episode to listen to because it's just too Jewish people kibitzing and eating chocolate and, and talking about life. Uh, so I really hope that you enjoy it. Um, I have something exciting to, uh, to, uh, hint to, but not formally announce. There's another project coming out that I will be involved with for your viewing as well as listening pleasure. So keep your eyes peeled for that. I actually hate that phrase, keep your eyes peeled. It like kind of sends shivers down my spine. I really just don't like that at all. But anyway, you know what I mean? Uh, that will be announced soon. It's going to be really fun. And, uh, it's, it's just, it's, if you love Broadway, then you're going to love this project. Also not sure if you're seeing everything that's happening on Facebook, but Susie Mosher, you know, she hosts the lineup with Susie Mosher every Tuesday night at Birdland. Um, but she came out with, you know, she improvises songs and she came out with this. She just filmed uh, her newborn baby on the changing table and uh, improvised a song about the changing table. And our community is blowing up with coming up with their own renditions of the changing table. So find us on Facebook. You can add me on Facebook, Michael Kushner. You can add Susie Mosher on Facebook, I'm sure. And um, come up with your own version. Uh, Alice Ripley has hers. Catherine Porter and Jim Valance has theirs. Um, Dan Finnerty of the Dan Band has his. I have mine. And it's just hysterical. Everyone is going absolutely bonkers over it. So come up with yours. The Changing Table. It's really fun and super catchy. And that's all I got to report for this little intro. Uh, I don't want to keep you from the absolute joy that is the Tony winning actor of City of Angels and the original Fontaine on Broadway, Miss Randy Graff. I hope that you enjoy it. And as always, uh, if you like what you hear, please retweet and post and share, rate, comment, subscribe, all that jazz and uh, reach out on social media at the Michael Kushner on Instagram or at dear multi hyphenate on Instagram as well. And I'd love to hear what you have to say. If you have any guests you have in mind, bring them my way. Let me know all that jazz. So enjoy Randy Graff and I, you're listening to dear multi hyphenate and I'm sending you all my love. Uh, we, don't, we don't putz around, do I'm we? I'm here Randall? with the multi-hyphenate Michael 
Kushner. I, what, so, so tell me what your hyphen is. See, I'm interviewing <laughs> no, you I, now. Honestly, take me, like, just interview me so I don't have to think about it for a second. Like, well, what no, are your hyphenates? Tell me what your hyphenates I'm, are. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an actor, photographer, producer. That's that's and and uh, schmoozer. No, yeah. Um, I yeah, that's what I do. But you were just saying that you're not a multi hyphenate. But I think that it doesn't matter if you are multi hyphenate or not. I think that you support multi hyphenates. I think that's just as important. Y- you know. Yes, and and it just means being a more complete human being doesn't it yeah and not just focusing on one thing yeah you're a, I mean, you're a professor now well that's not my <laughs> that's not my i don't have enough letters after my name to be a professor so what are you a teacher? i'm a teacher you're a teacher i'm a teacher so i'm a te- i'm a teacher actor singer tony winner chocolate eater tony chocolate. winner yeah, yeah, yeah we were just talking about your your um you know, what i like talking about is um is the spirituality of, you know, of the show business and everything. And we were talking at dinner the other night about um, Lily Tomlin giving you your Tony and, like, how meaningful that was to you. Well, it was a full circle moment because when she did her show, Signs of the Universe, that was the first time I'd ever written a fan letter. (laughs) And I I just um, literally ran home from, you know, from the theater to my Midtown apartment at the time. And, and wrote a fan letter and went back and dropped it off at the stage door. And I was shocked and, and so hurt that I didn't get a response. I thought, oh, you just write a letter and they write right back. And I never got a response back. But cut to, I don't know, decades l- later, and she presented me with my Tony Award. It's pretty amazing. And I did have an opportunity. To, I met her backstage at a theater even, even years after that. I met her backstage I think she came to see a class act, and I saw her backstage, and I said, you know, I told her the whole story. She's just such a nice person. She seems it. Yeah. And I want her to be nice, too. She is. She's very regular. Yes. Oh, that's good. You Mm -hmm. talk to her doctor then. Yeah. No, she's, like, really open. Yeah. She was great. But that was a full circle moment for me. You never know. You do never know. What life is going to bring you. And this is full circle. I mean, it's funny. I I was explaining... uh, I was explaining you to someone <laughs> and just like, I was like, I feel like I've known you for years. Right. You know, when we connected very easily, but I've all, I've been listening to you for years. I've been listening to you on the way to karate classes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And just like the, the white cassette, it was white. The cassette? Yeah. It was you, didn't, cassette. you didn't have the album? You didn't have the white album? I have the album, but I didn't li- like, I, I, we had a record player. But it was more to listen to, like, Alan Sherman and, like, you know. <laughs> Hello, Mara. <laughs> Hello, Fada. Yeah, it was more to listen to that because then more of the contemporary stuff, like the jo- like Joseph with Lori Beachman. And, mm-hmm. and, and, but this is, you know, this is, when was I in karate? I was in 97. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm Bye. old. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. You're just one of my inspirations. Thank you. One of my biggest inspirations. And now we're friends. Um, I know. That's so sweet. It's very cool to me. It's very, I, Ben Rimmelauer, I think, brought hmm. you up first in my life. And he was like, oh, you have to meet Randy. <laughs> <laughs> She'll love you. You'll love her. <laughs> Which is, like, very funny to me. But Ben Rimmelauer, shout out. How you doing? Hey, baby. He just texted me today. So we're living together in Fire Island this summer. Uh-oh. So Watch you're coming. Out. Uh-oh. Okay. You're, you're going to make the trek and come. <laughs> okay. And sit, Thank you. And sit what by a the ni- pool. What a nice invitation. It's going to be very fun. Do you do pools? 
I, well, yes, I'm a Jew. I do pools. We don't, we don't do um, ocean. We do pools. You want to know something crazy about that? <laughs> the Dead Sea literally chewed me up and spit me out. I what do you mean? had an allergic reaction to the Dead Sea. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> Jews do not do the ocean. We do not no, do the ocean. No, they just do pools. You, um, you, know, <laughs> you know the movie, do you, do you know the movie A Walk on the Moon? No, what is it? It's, it's, it's um, a coming of age story, but it's, it's, it's they, they made a little musical out of it. I don't think they, it ever came in, but they did it at ACT in San okay. Francisco. But it's, um, it's the story, it's, it's a coming of age story. Diane Lane is in it, and Vito, I can never pronounce, Vigo Morton. Morton? I can never, yeah. Mortensen? The guy from Green Card, I can never pronounce his last name. Morton? Mortensen, Sin? Vigo Morton. I think Morton. it's Mortensen. But it takes place, it, it was my life. It takes place one summer, the summer of 1969, of, when, uh, of Woodstock and when the first man walked on the moon. Um, and um, Anna Paquin is in it. And it takes place in a bungalow colony in the Catskills. Now, bungalow colonies in the <laughs> Catskills were how I was raised. They were like little shtetls. <laughs> and you'd go there for the summer, and you'd spend the entire summer in these these dinky little um, bungalows slash cottages. But you had the best time. And the, and the husbands would come up on the weekends. Don't. And part of what the movie deals with is what some of the wives do during the week, which I was too young to even think about that. What do those wives do during the week? But um, A Walk on the Moon um, has a, a, a Woodstock theme in it. And you see there's actually a scene in A Walk on the Moon where the hippies are um, skinny dipping in the lake, and that happened at my bungalow colony. The summer of 1969, they would they would come along and they would come into our lake, and we would point at them, going, "the the hippies are in the lake, the hippies are in the lake." And and um, the thing about the th- what's my point? See, this happens. Does that Jews, I had a point. Jews do pools, not oceans. Oh, they had all the in that movie. They had all the people in the bungalow colony swimming in the lake, and that was the only thing that wasn't authentic. There was no pool. There was a lake, and I said, uh-uh, this is the only place, and the, the writing was so great and so authentic, but that was the only place where it didn't ring true because Jews only swim in pools because they need that chlorine to kill all the bacteria. Yeah. Although the salt water is what really kills the bacteria. I don't know if it was... Did I just say bacteria? Bacteria. <laughs> That's my Brooklyn coming out. I know. Soder. It's been a long day. Soder. Um, <laughs> soder. Idea. Idea. I have no idea no where idea. I got that soder. <laughs> it, you know, that's some... That's. I was going to bring that up. It's. Do you ever watch a, a show and you go, that's not the right accent? Um... Yes. When it comes to Jewish yes. representation. They go too, uh, too caricature. I just saw um, Carolee do uh, Dolly out in Philly on mm. Sunday. And the two uh, uh, women behind me were talking about accents. Mm-hmm. And I think that they were Hello Dolly <clears throat> lovers. I think they've seen it a million times. And mm-hmm. so interesting because at intermission, they were like, she's got it right. She doesn't, she doesn't do the... The Jewish, yonk, the the Jewish, um, uh, the Upper West Side. New let's York. go to Zabar's right. accent. Yeah, she's doing the Irish 
New York mm-hmm. at the turn of the century. That's right. So what is it? Dolly's in 1890. Yeah. Something, right? And she came over from Ireland. Right. And so yeah. there is that lilt, but mm-hmm. there's it's also met with a totally different... New York, a little know, bit of New York. Which yeah. I love. I, I, I always wonder, how did the New York accent happen? Um, I, I know how... I know how the Brooklyn. I'm from Brooklyn originally, yeah. um, and and it's partly derived from uh, the English accent where there aren't any R's. Oh. So like the English would say pot. What pot are you talking about? Ah. What pot? And and the, a Brooklyn person would go what pot? What pot are you talking about? What what do you? Which pot? Which pot do you mean? Yeah. So it, it it's 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 derivative of the of imperialist. Um, England. And then the Bronx accent must come, the Bronx Jewish accent must come from Yiddish. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I'm a, the musicality, s- assuming that everything came from the, from the sound, the, from the Yiddish sounds and the rhythms and the intonations and the music of it. Yeah. My great grandfather, I think, used to say Earl instead of oil. Oh yeah, like the just, Earl. <laughs> and the turlet. And the turlet. Just like Archie Bunker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Except that was, he was Irish Catholic, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. It's, I, mean, I, I could talk about this for, for days. Yeah, that's, well, I grew up hearing those sounds a lot. I, you know, it's, it's interesting. I, I did, I did too. I actually used to talk with the New York, with the long, with a Long Island Jewish accent. So uh, t- do a little Long Island Jewish for me. Well, you know, I would talk like this and, and it's kind of, you know, it's forward. And it's and it slows down to really, you know, when you really yeah. want to say something. Well, it's a little masochistic. It's not my fault. It's I mean, it's not your fault. It's mine. It's mine. Right. You know, a little martyr. A little martyr. It's, it's high and then it's low. <laughs> and then there's the whole sect that Richard Greenberg calls Flappish on the Thames. <laughs> Flappish on the Thames, which is um, <laughs> when we did Babylon Line at Lincoln Center, I played Frida Cohen, and and um, she reminded me of some of my mother's friends who moved to Long Island. And the reason it's called Flappish on the Thames, it's a tr- it's it's a thing. It's a real thing. When I was growing up, when you had enough money, when when Dad made enough money, you moved out of Brooklyn or out of Queens, and you were able to. It was a status symbol. You were able to move to Long Island and buy a beautiful little house on Long Island. So all those women from Brooklyn and Queens who moved to Long Island with these thick Brooklyn accents who talk like this, mm-hmm. right? They they felt that they needed to upgrade their speech so that they seemed more sophisticated and more educated. And that's when everything became more dentalized. And there was a slight affectation oh. to the speech. Michael, that red, it's just gorgeous. <laughs> it's gorgeous on you. But that was, it's called Flatbush on the Thames. I know, I know that accent. I yeah. know that accent. Because my grandma lives out in North Shore Towers, mm-hmm. which is three big buildings of just everyone over the age of 75. Mm-hmm. And um, un- in the underground, it's there are restaurants, and there's the VIP room or the diner, and then there's the movie. The VIP theater, room. The VIP room. The VIP and come. We're the going. To, we're going to the VIP room. Yes, yes. We're not going to the diner. <laughs> no. no, we're going to the VIP room for the early bird. For the early bird. Oily. The oily bird. Yeah. Oily boy. The oily boy. But it's so funny because it's now in one in three buildings is every single demographic all come. So you hear all of it's a beautiful and everyone's talking about Maisel. Every single table in the VIP room. And they like it. They find it authentic. Be, well, the third season, the third season, no, the second season, it was 
all the cat skills. Yeah. It was all cat skills. That show put the cat skills on the map. Yeah, it mm-hmm. did. Everyone's talking about it now because, uh, and I, well, I didn't have the cat skills, but I had French woods. I had sleepaway yeah. camp. I had the next thing. My dad went to Camp Wani, uh-huh. and my mom didn't go, but I did day camp up until I was 15, and then I went to French woods, which was a performing arts sleepaway camp. Right. There was Stage Door Manor, and there was French woods. Yes. Yes, and people say that there is a, a thing, but there's not. We, there's also we didn't have cell phone service. I don't know. I, we didn't. We don't. We don't know anything about Stage Door. I, you know. They, but they're very different camps very because different. Stage Door was all theater, but right. wasn't Frenchwood's a fine arts camp? Yeah, with the, theater in it. A hundred percent. We could yeah. horseback ride if we wanted to. Yeah. You know. And yeah, it was more. It. It, it was a camp. It was a real. It was a camp. A real stage door. They slept in camp. hotels. We stayed in bunks. Oh no no no! They had they had pretty awful housing at did stage they? door. Did they? Yeah, um, yeah. Because um, I was there when my cousin Todd. I'm just dropping a little name here. My yeah. cousin Todd Graff wrote the movie Camp. So then did he? Yeah, he wrote and directed the movie Camp. Do you know how obsessed my generation is with that movie? I do. It's okay. a, it's become a cult film. I have a summer sto- I have no a story about that. Okay. But um, anyway, it wasn't as diversified as Frenchwoods is. It was just mu- all musical yes. theater 24-7. Correct. So Todd wrote this as a Valentine to Stage Door Manor, uh-huh. and they filmed it at Stage Door Manor. And you know that Sondheim is in the movie. Yes. So here's my here's my Sondheim story. <laughs> so we had just closed um, a little night music at the Kennedy Center. So I worked with Sondheim. I got to know him a, a little bit over a couple of you know, we were, I guess we were there for a month. So I I I showed up on the the day oh it was evening that they were shooting the Sondheim scene uh-huh. where he pulls up in his car and. The license plate said Forum on it. Right. Anyway, I, I, I was talking to him, and he was nervous about having to do his scene because his acting coach, Mia Farrow, oh. couldn't come with him. <gasps> <laughs> so he he said, so we were talking, and he said, so, you know, you know, you know about this acting thing. Can you, can you give me, can you give me some, um, give me a note or something? I don't remember what he said exactly, but can you help me out a little bit? He had one. He had nothing to say. Yeah, he nothing. just had to get out of the car and look at the camp. And I, uh, um, and I <laughs> said, "Yes, here's all I have to say. How do you feel about coming back to camp?" And and he said, "Oh, that's oh. interesting." He just put his finger to his cheek and went, "That's interesting." And I thought, "Isn't that stunning?" Because when he talks to you um, about his music, he always comes from an acting point of view. Um, and the point of view of the character. Right. And I was giving him the same kind of notes that he gives his, um, uh, the, the people who are singing his music. Wow. So now when when you watch the movie, just look at the expression on his face when he gets out of the car and, and just, you know, looks at the lay of the land because that's my acting coaching that right there. I love that. <laughs> I love that. But Sondheim. <laughs> I love that Sondheim and I have one thing in common. Which is? That is having you as an acting coach. Because <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, you're not, I'm not, you're not getting rid of me so fast. Good. Keep coming. A hundred, I feel. Keep coming. I feel complete after <clears throat> I work with you. Are you kidding? Um, do you, and do you want, you want to 
do more private coaching like that in group it's, settings? Well, well, you're in the class. Right, I, right, I have right. a professional class that meets once a month, and I do one-on-one co- coachings yeah. sometimes. But I love being in the in the classroom. I think you learn the most oh, yeah. in a classroom. Do you want to do more? You want to do more classes? Yeah, right now we just, you know, I want to be able to give do it so that actors can afford it because no no everybody's broke yeah. nobody's got any money and i feel that once we have we really have a nice community now community yeah. now um and i feel that everybody can afford to take class once a month but i would yeah. love to get <laughs> this is a shameless <laughs> plug yeah. um um yeah right now i'd, I'd love to get two sections going right I now love we that. have one section going but i really i love that i, I t- you know that i teach at manhattan school of music and the musical theater program at manhattan school of music yep. but this is my professional class with people who are out there doing it and and michael came yeah to two of my classes and it's been wonderful to have you there and you did great work thanks i mean you're just so open and brave thank you well i <clears throat> i mean it's just i try to do that in whatever i do just because like you know who no one wants to watch anyone be tentative and second guess themselves <laughs> but you know it's but i i also feel so safe with you you're such you know you, oh, thank you're such you. a brilliant person above all else Aww. You know, you no, you are. You are. I... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I, I, I just, you know, I know that the word multi-hyphenate doesn't pertain to, like, what Randy Graff does. But what do you, um, I say it's an artist who has multiple proficiencies at cross-pollinate to help flourish professional capabilities. Huh? Say <laughs> that again? I know. It's, like, so, <laughs> I know. It's Give me like, that brand one more time. I know. I was, like, I think that was a shower thought. I think, literally, it was, like, I came up with that just, like. Say it again slowly. It's an artist who has multiple proficiencies. <laughs> yes. That cross-pollinate to help flourish professional capabilities. That makes sense. Yeah. You're a helper. I'm a helper. I like to help. Zagunish Telfin. Nothing will help. Keep talking Yiddish to me. I love Ooh. it. Get me all excited. Let's see. Well, <laughs> wait. Okay. Let's do. Okay. Let's do, let's see, let's teach the children Yiddish. Um. One of my what? Okay. I have to think of it. What's my favorite phrase? It's, uh, and right and their face and their left. What is that one? It's may your head grow in the ground, and your feet in the air like an onion. <laughs> <laughs> May your head grow in the ground uh-huh. and your feet in the air like an onion. To cop and dry it in their face. What does that there. mean? I think it's, it's like a curse. It's like a... Um, oh, oh. It's it, a tut tut. It's an evil eye. I think it's more, it's more like um, a gay cock and off and yum. 
which is go shit in the ocean, yes. which is what we all know. Yes, that's that's like saying <laughs> wow. Say that one again. Je t'aime, uh, you know, <laughs> that's like saying jetem. It's kikalkanoff and yum. That's what I can compare it to. <laughs> it's the thing that everyone knows, <laughs> right? Or ue la bibliothèque. Oh yeah. Gay cock and often yeah. Gay cock and often It's it's it, it's well. Davis Stevenkavas. Do you want some coffee? What? Tell me why you learned. You started. Is it because your grandma? That I you wanted to learn Yiddish. The women in my family are the most important to me, mm. and I love watching them. Um, I love watching them communicate. And my grandma communicates sometimes in Yiddish, and I'm just obsessed with that. Yeah, it's a dying. It's a dying religion because as those people who speak Yiddish get older and older and die off, I, I fear that the language will die off too, which is why it's so important that young people learn it yeah. to keep it alive. I have a question. This is a good segue because can you believe we those 30 minutes already? Now. I know. Look uh, what happens when you're having a multi-hyphenate time. I'm multi-hyphenate type of time. <laughs> Do you, so, so talking about the kids... Let's let's leave it with this. What, because you have done so much in this industry, so much amazing stuff that has affected me and so others, so many others. What would you say to the younger artists out there that are starting or that are feeling stuck or that are feeling what, whichever kind of way? Um, hold on to the joy. Mm-hmm. That's the most important yeah. thing because the business can be really, it can be hard and harsh and competitive. Just you got into it because you're absolutely in love with the musical theater. Yeah. Hold on to the joy because nobody can take that away from you. Those are my words of wisdom. Now, can you say it in Yiddish? Oh, God. <laughs> Could I? What is joy in Yiddish? Mm, we should know that word. I know. Well, well, hold on to the oh, joy, darling. Hold on to the joy, darling. <laughs> and then, then you would put a K at the end of darling. Yes, hold on to the joy, darling. Yes, darling. Yeah. That's what it is. And Rand- flappish on the Thames. Yes, I'm obsessed with it. That is so funny. Richard Greenberg, he invented it. Randy Graff, I'm obsessed with you. I love you so I much. I love you back. You're the best. Thanks. We need to do another episode of this. Okay, yeah, this went by so fast. I know, I can't. And we didn't have treats. I brought you treats. Well, just like a good book. Chocolate graham crackers from oh. Starbucks. Dark chocolate, the best. Oh, we, that's also... We have to unwrap them in front of the mic and make all kinds of crunchy noises. Jews don't do <laughs> oceans, but we do do dark we, chocolate. Yes. I'm this, on a very, 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 very strict diet. So why? I'm going S Tatala. Because Fire Island's coming up. It's the new. I'll take whatever you have just to make the crunchy song. We're going to make the crunchy song. I'm going to also. The crunch, <laughs> I'm going to look up what. Thanks, babe. Okay. <gasps> Ooh, make him jealous. This is actually not. Milk chocolate and melty caramel. This is not the dark chocolate graham cracker from Starbucks that is to die for. Your doorman, the doorman threw these at me <laughs> downstairs <laughs> and said, bring them up to the guys. Are you doing the podcast? I said, yes. He said, bring them up to the guys. And they're European. They're, they're from France. Me and too. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to take a little bite. Listen. Ooh. Ooh. And that's Randy Kraft eating. 
mm. caramel and chocolate. Mm. That was a multi-hyphenate bite. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> can you say, can you give, give me in your best Randy Graf voice um, selling? Uh, just give me a little commercial for this. How do you even pronounce? Uh, Michelle, my glasses I guess. On. Oh. It's all in French. I have no idea, but I'll tell you. It ain't sweet enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we you got hot chocolate the other night. Mm-hmm. I love that you love the sweet stuff. I I was raised on you. I mean, in our pantry, yodels, ding dongs, ring dings, Twinkies. I was raised on chocolate. Yodels, yodels, yodels. were in my household. Mm-hmm. Yodels and fish food, Ben and Jerry's. Mm. Fish food. That was the only thing. And I, I, was I don't ad- know. I haven't had fish. Oh, yes, I have. And I was addicted to applesauce. No, apple juice. Oh. Apple juice. Well, that's it, not such a bad thing to be addicted but to. But it's sweet. That's true. It's, if it's Mott's, it's like sugar. Oh, Mott's. Forget it. It's not. It's not like they got the Whole Foods brand. Yeah. You, no. You think in the 90s, a Jewish family <laughs> living in Tamarack, Florida would give me organic apple juice? No. Now they would. Mm-mm. Now my family would. But not okay. in the early, early 90s. It was like uh, organic wasn't in. No, that's true. You know, it's like. Oh, now it's in and it's, it ain't going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. Neither are the prices. No, no, Thank no. Thank you very much. No, no, no. They're not. <laughs> Organic's like $10 a, an ounce. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. Look at it. This is the most Jewish podcast <laughs> I've ever <laughs> experienced. Dear multi hyphenate. Dear multi The podcast for artists who. What is that? You need your reading glasses. Can't. No, I'm farsighted. <laughs> oh. Who can't. You know, this is great. It is so beautiful up here. This view is incredible. I know. We're on the 40th floor. Nice. Do you get to sleep here? I'm talking to. Not to Michael. You can but talk to, to Alan. It's Alan, okay. do, you sl- do you have to sleep here? No, I have a place in Brooklyn. Oh, where in Brooklyn? Forum Hill. Where? Forum Hill. Next I don't. To the, next to uh, the Barclays Center. Oh, nice. You just got so excited <laughs> at the mention of Brooklyn. <laughs> I, it's my home. That's where I'm. It's I'm from Canarsie. Yeah, Canarsie. I'm near uh, Park Slope. Yeah. Oh, Brooklyn's great. Yeah, it's huge. If I didn't live in Jersey, I would live in Brooklyn. You're hand. You're holding this this water, like it's, <laughs> <laughs> like it's. I'm trying to think. What if, like what it's if, vodka. Yeah, like it's... Because my pinky's up. Yeah, your pinky's up, baby. Here's to the ladies who lunch. Mm-hmm. I want to see you play Joanne. Oh, my God. I was just at dinner before I came here Yeah. with, with my friends, <clears throat> my friend Bob, and he said, have you ever played Joanne? And I said, I did when I was 19 years old in college, and I didn't know she was an alcoholic. Oh. I just thought, oh, she likes her cocktails. But I had no idea. I, I just was imitating Stretch off the album. Oh, yeah. I just did an imitation. I think that's what I, I did with you when I had a sing I dreamed a dream about <laughs> in a public place. <laughs> I think I just... Didn't we all do that? We, we studied the cast albums within an inch of their lives and just imitated. Oh, yeah. You should see my roses turn. Let's see it. It's right now. It's a mixture. Just do the for me's. Uh, well, for mished. For mished. Well, I would say <clears throat> it, it, the biggest one that I could do is the um, here she is, boys. Here she is. Well, here's Rose. <laughs> and it's the Patty <laughs> laugh. She does She does this laugh after um, that oh, part. Oh, so and you it, do the Patty Lapone version. Oh, well, I do some of the Bernadette. I do a lot of the Patty. <laughs> I put in the Tyne. So which some, of the time did she was my favorite? Um, when she curtained up and she looks up. At the, and she gives a little laugh at the audience, and I always thought that was great. This is Ugh. from watching the bootlegs. Do you remember when she she's singing Everything's Coming Up Roses, and she gets down on the floor and picks up imaginary roses? I'm obsessed with her. And she's just so desperate when she does it. And I'm going to make you play Rose, too. 
I have a no, long, that's too hard. I have a long list. That's too hard. You gotta give me something with easy singing because it's too hard. Start with <laughs> the chocolate. <laughs> Randy, I love you. I love you back. Bye. Bye. This podcast is produced by the Broadway Podcast Network. Make sure to find me online via Instagram at the Michael Kushner or at the Dressing Room Project, or on Twitter at mkushnerphoto. And visit me online via bpn.fm forward slash Dear Multi Hyphenate. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.